And here's what I'm going to tell you, warriors. The saying still applies. If everything is important, nothing is important, okay? We may have more time right now, and that is certainly a blessing, but we still have the same amount of energy. So you need to think about energy regulation more so than just filling every hour of time up on your schedule. Welcome, welcome to the Fit to Lead podcast where we talk all things service, leadership, and how to leave a legacy worth remembering. And guys, our legacy is being built in quarantine right now. It's being built in a one-bedroom apartment and it's rough out here. There's no way around it. I know that everyone is struggling with how to feel healthy, how to feel productive, how to get shit done from a one-bedroom apartment. And guys, we are going to go over it today, the step-by-step guide of how to stay sane, how to stay productive, how to keep moving forward in your life while in quarantine. So guys, I know this may seem obvious, but it's obvious until you have to do it and there's no one holding you accountable. And that is get up at your normal time, make your bed and change your damn clothes. Doing these little things in the morning is so important, not because making your bed or changing your clothes is literally going to change your life, but because the momentum it provides you throughout your day is unmatched. The simple way of saying this that I always say is good leads to good and laziness leads to laziness. So if you start your day just doing a few easy but productive things, it's going to be so much easier to choose the next productive thing and the next productive thing because you've already done it. You've already gotten started. So what's one more thing? This is a big reason why I encourage morning workouts. Now, of course, any workout at any time is better than no workout. So don't get wrapped around you have to do your workouts in the morning or nothing. But if you can get in the routine of getting your movement done in the morning, I think it's going to set you up for just such a much more productive day. And it's all because of that momentum. It's one big thing that you're getting done, that you're checking off your list, that you don't have to worry about for the rest of the day. And you can ride high on that trust and confidence that you built in yourself knowing that you did something already before the rest of the world even got started to set yourself up for success. Not only that, but going back to one of my first things is that it forces you to have to take a shower, to have It gives you a great opportunity to put real clothes on and maybe even some makeup. And I know that's going to set, it's going to make your day in quarantine feel that much more normal. So you've gotten up at your normal time. You've made your bed, maybe even gotten a workout in, changed your clothes, and now you are ready to start the bulk of your day. And this is where I see so many people fall into being overwhelmed. Because you may not have as direct of taskings right now, from your boss or your supervisor, it can be really easy to feel like you have so many things you could be doing, but not sure what things you should be doing. So for example, maybe you have one or two work tasks you should be doing, maybe something you need to do for your kiddos if you're a parent, but then time kind of opens up during this weird quarantine time. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I need to finish that book that I've been meaning to finish, or should I clean the shower? Or everyone seems to be organizing their closet. Shouldn't I be organizing my closet? What about meal prep? Do I still need to meal prep? What is really important right now? And here's what I'm going to tell you, warriors. The saying still applies. If everything is important, 
nothing is important, okay? We may have more time right now, and that is certainly a blessing, but we still have the same amount of energy. So you need to think about energy regulation more so than just filling every hour of time up on your schedule. So what I'm saying is you're not going to be able to teach your kids third grade, meal prep, clean your shower, finish Tiger King all in one day, just because you could possibly physically perform all those tasks doesn't mean that you're going to have the energy to. And that is nothing to feel overwhelmed or ashamed about. That's just being human. The only way you can go wrong is if you ignore that fact and continue to think that you're going to be able to get 10 to 15 things done every single day just because you have more time. Setting unrealistic goals and expectations of yourself is how you lose momentum, lose confidence, and lose trust in yourself because you're going to feel like you failed and it's going to make you want to quit altogether and just go watch Tiger King and eat ice cream all day. And that's not what we're doing here. Okay. That's not what we're doing. Although time may seem infinite right now, we know that our energy is not. And that is why we need to prioritize our tasks for the day. I'm talking one to three things, Jill, one to three things that have to get done today. I'm talking do or die. These are the things that if you do nothing else, as long as you get these one to three things done, it will have been a productive day and move you forward in your goals. And I'm telling you guys, I have to take my own advice every day because I always have 17 things that I want to do. Always, literally almost every day, I have to cross things off my list because I'm like, Natalie, you can't do all of these things today. So you have to pick the one to three things that are going to move you forward in your goals. And then we put them in order of execution. What order are we doing these things in? That is important to understand the flow of your day. I used to put timestamps on them. Like this task will take me one hour. This one will take me two hours. But the truth is, I don't always know how long these tasks are going to take or how much energy they're going to require of me. So I don't do that anymore. I just put them in order of execution. I found that just like in school or in class, the best way to structure your day is 45 to 50 minutes of work with around a 10 minute break. Unless of course you're in flow and you feel like you don't need a break or that would mess up your momentum, then don't take one and just put it off until later. But I found that if you put your phone down or if you can put your phone on airplane mode so you're just not distracted to even go to your phone during these 50 minutes. These 50 minutes are uninterrupted work time. Nothing can distract you. But then you have, it's a short time, right? So then you have that break to look forward to. Putting my phone away or putting it on airplane mode stops me from scrolling social media, from shopping online. We're not shopping online right now, Natalie. (laughs) I literally have to tell myself that probably once a day. I found that having time blocks where you are on your phone and when you're off your phone are really, really important for me. Now you might be thinking, well, that's great, Natalie, but how do I decide my one to three things if I have a million things I need to get done? Here's what you do. You think about your life five years from now and what you want it to look like. And you think about the things that you have to do in order to get it there. The things that require the most intellectual energy from you, whether that's taking a course, setting up a Zoom meeting with a colleague, creating content, whatever it is that's going to take a lot of energy from you, that's the thing you do first. I suggest having one, maybe two, 
maybe two if you have a lot of energy, of these big movers, these things are going to push you forward in your life, in your career, in your relationships, and help you get that life you want in five years. You do one of those and you do it first so it's done well. And then the rest of the day you spend completing tasks that you know how to do, that you can do semi on autopilot that don't take a whole lot of brain power, that set you up for success to do the big thing well tomorrow. So whether that's meal prep, cleaning, responding to emails, that's what you spend the second half of your day doing are those things to set you up for success to do the big thing well tomorrow. So that is how I recommend structuring your day. First, start with your morning routine, making your bed, getting a workout in, setting up momentum for the rest of the day, feeling good and feeling productive. Then you set your priorities for your big one to three tasks, your big one to three do or die tasks that you must get done in order to move your life forward today. Then you execute execute those tasks in the morning when your energy is high. Then you spend the rest of your day working on those secondary tasks that you can do semi on autopilot to set yourself up for success the next day. Now, I know that is easier said than done, so I have some tips for you to make working from home seem a little more normal. First, I want you to realize that we don't know when this is going to end, so get comfortable. By that, I mean reorganize your space if you need to. I recommend having a designated workspace, a designated living space or eating space to make things separate and simple. Say to yourself that this is the new normal now. Invest the time to make it comfortable and work for you. I've heard a lot of people say that they are feeling frustrated or just feeling hopeless because every day feels the same. It feels like Groundhog Day. So I recommend have days off or have days where you mix things up. And I know this can be difficult because we can't really go anywhere, but there's so much that we can do even in our own homes to mix things up. You could cook something completely different that you've never tried before. You could have a virtual hangout with friends, virtual happy hour with a friend. Take a walk around a neighborhood you've never explored before. There are just things I recommend taking days off where you step out of your routine And don't worry about checking things off the list. Have a day off just like you normally would in your normal week and just relax and do something different and unwind. Now, if you're someone who can't really relate with what I was saying before, not really sure what to write down on your priority list to fill your time, I have some options for you that I think are really going to benefit you in the long term. And that is, we're going to break each of these down, but it's to invest in your relationships, invest in your personal development and contribute to what's going on in any way that you can. So first, investing in our relationships. I think that all of us can benefit from doing this, but I think too often we get so concerned with what's going on with us. It's really easy to become really egocentric because we don't have to see other people, but I really encourage you to use this time to be intentional and to check in with your team and make sure their homes are in order. And by your team, I mean anyone you're going through life with. It could be your friends who are across the world. It could be your coworkers, your employees who you normally see every day, but right now, of course, you're not seeing them and you just want to make sure they're okay. It's going to mean so much to just pick up the phone to this person and ask these questions. How are you guys doing? Are you struggling with anything? Do you have groceries? You never know if someone might be living alone. Maybe their home situation has changed. You just don't know until you ask. 
If you have white space on the calendar, use this time to just check in with your people. Even just a five to 10 minute phone call can mean so much and you're building trust and that person is going to remember that for a long time, I promise you. Invest in your relationships, check in with your people and make sure your team is ready. The next thing is to invest in your personal development. You have interests outside of work, okay? And outside of your kids, outside of your relationships, there's something that just you love doing or you love sharing or you love reading about. Create, read, take an online course about that thing, dive into it, let yourself explore. In every season of self-exploration, you just become so much more aware, realizing what you like, what you like learning about. Maybe someday you'll teach about this, but just give yourself that freedom to explore, check out books from the library, whatever it is, download audiobooks, to just let your mind explore learning about that thing that you are on fire for. So invest in your personal development, invest in your relationals development. And then something I think we can all do is ask ourselves, how can we help? The world is scared right now. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of people who don't know what's coming next. And I want you to just ask yourself, how can you help? The ideas that I've read about, I will share with you guys, but that is just to show up for our healthcare workers, our nurses, our first responders, our people on the front lines. If you have one in your family, in your community, in your circle, I encourage you to just ask them what they need. Could you go on a grocery run for them? Could you bring them and their team coffee or meals? Could you watch their kids for them? Just those little gestures just make the world a better place. If you have a small business that you frequent all the time, could you support them in another way by buying a gift certificate or just shouting them out on social media? Just ask them, what can you do to help? I think a lot of times we don't know what to do to help, but all we have to do is ask and people will tell us what they need. I encourage you to find your own little way to help during this time and do everything you can to spread kindness and hope. But that goes back to the importance of having this routine and taking care of yourself and getting your workout in because you're not going to be able to help other people unless you feel healthy and productive and accomplished in your own life. You have to fill your cup up to give to others. I know it's cheesy, you guys, but it's a saying for a reason, all right? That's what I got for you for this episode, how to work from home during a quarantine indefinitely in a one-bedroom apartment. I know it's rough out there, guys. I know it's rough, but just with one foot in front of the other, get one thing done at a time and we'll get through it. We'll get through it, I promise. If you enjoyed this episode, if you didn't enjoy this episode, please leave me a review. Please don't listen to my next episode without leaving me a review because I want to know what you think. I want to get your feedback and I want to make this better for you guys next time. So please leave me a review. If you liked it, please share it with a friend. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. God bless.